Welcome. I'm Anastasia Glova, bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. Mexican election authorities finally declared on Thursday that the winner of its close election Sunday is the conservative Felipe Calderón. His rival, Andrés Manuel López Obrador of the Democratic Revolution Party, disputed the count and plans to fight the election results in court. Director of the Project on Global Economic Liberty, Ian Vasquez, is here to sift through the confusion. The election results in Mexico were extremely close. How do you explain this? Mexicans were being asked to choose between two candidates that offered very different visions of the future of Mexico. One, Felipe Calderón, offered a modern vision of Mexico with more competition, with less uh, rigid uh, regulation, with more openness, pursuing more free trade. The other, Andrés Manuel López Obrador of the PRD, was offering a populist solution of the kind that put the state at the center of economic development, of the kind where the government would be increasing spending, exactly the kinds of things that have failed Mexico in the 20th century. And one of the reasons why the election was so close was because Mexicans in the past six years under the presidency of Vicente Fox have not seen much in the way of of economic growth. Growth has been under 2% per year on average during the Vicente Fox administration. And so many Mexicans have thought that the reforms under Fox simply did not help them and they want to opt for a different alternative. And I think that that's the lesson of, of Mexico, that reforms have not been deep enough. The great achievement of Fox in the past six years has been to get economic stability of the kind not seen in more than 30 years. But that's simply not enough. Uh, look at Mexico and you'll find real rigidities in the economy. You'll find private and public monopolies in telecommunications and energy and gas, oil and cement and transportation. The kinds of things that create bottlenecks and have been responsible for mediocre growth. And this translates into a rejection of the ruling party. Felipe Calderón comes from Fox's party. So I think that the lesson for him is to promote much deeper uh, economic reforms that will result in, in high growth. The agenda from now on in Mexico needs to be high growth so that most people in Mexico benefit, especially the poor. What does his election mean for democracy in Mexico? This entire election process has been a, a victory not only for modernity, as opposed to the backwardness that López Obrador represented, but a victory for democracy and even the rule of law. The Independent Election Committee by all independent accounts, has acted in a, a very professional way, a very transparent and clean way, and has really set an example for the rest of Latin America. This is in stark contrast to the entire history of the electoral process and elections in Mexico. The other lesson here, or the other headline, I should say, is that uh, the PRI, the party that was the ruling party during most of the 20th century in Mexico has become marginalized, at least at the national level. It lost seats in the Congress, and its candidate only received about a fifth of the votes. This was unthinkable as recently as six years ago, and it has changed dramatically the political scene in Mexico. How does this affect relations with the United States? The United States has long promoted or wanted to promote free markets and democracy in Mexico. So in general, the election of Felipe Calderón is good news. There will still be frictions in some areas uh, between Mexico and the United States, like immigration, like the failed drug war. 
But in general, this is something that will help uh, improve relations between the two countries. The U.S. and Mexico should be interested in having a modern, growing Mexican economy, and that's also something that's good for the political system and for political stability south of the border. What about for the rest of Latin America? Mexico has had disproportionate influence for most of its history on the rest of Latin America because of its size, because of its proximity to the United States, because of its unique history. And so this is going to have an impact, a beneficial impact on the rest of Latin America that will look to Mexico and see that, in fact, there are a number of Mexicans who don't agree with the neopopulism that has been popular in parts of Latin America, but is increasingly rejected in other parts of Latin America. And the fact that Mexico has now rejected that kind of populism is, is really an important signal for where the region may be headed. I must say that I'm feeling much better about Latin America. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.